Good afternoon and welcome to Vintage Orange on KUCI 88.9 FM. I am Ellen Bell and and happy Thanksgiving week. I am so happy to be here uh, talking about all things to be grateful for. And I think it's very appropriate that I have some guests with me today that uh, they give a lot of their time and they are great at helping other people um, give as well. And I have two ladies here from Families Forward. And I have Margie Wakeham, who is the executive director. And I also have Armine Humber, who is a workshop facilitator. So these ladies work very hard to uh, to help those in our community. And and so tell me a little bit about that. Margie, tell me about the beginnings of Family Forward. This has been around since 1984. Is that correct? That's right. You know, in 1984, HUD was uh, about formed, I think. And uh, it really was due to um, homelessness that was on the rise in the United States. And it wasn't just here in Irvine, uh, but all across the country. And you uh, might remember that um, some of the mental health facilities were closed Mm -hmm. and really people moving into the cities, um, boarding houses weren't as prevalent. And so people just struggled finding a place to live. And um, probably other social factors as well, the kind of the demise of a close family situation and the extended family uh, taking care of one another. Uh, We really saw in Irvine that there was a beginning of uh, homeless families appearing. Uh, A number of the churches, um, I've always attended the University United Methodist Church. We were a part of that and sort of the thinking about it and the planning for it Mm -hmm. and uh, along with uh, city officials the Irvine company uh, there was a member of the chamber uh, there were a lot of very grassroots in every aspect uh, that came together to form the organization and at the time it was called Irvine temporary housing Mm, okay and so this was definitely just the community coming together, seeing a need, and um, trying to, to meet that need through this Correct. temporary housing. And so these organizations got together, and what were the initial things that were the services that were formed? Well, they formed to provide transitional housing, and um, there were five apartments set aside by the Irvine Company at Park West Apartments. Um, the Irvine Company then was the only apartment holder owner in the city and so they were uh, a needed partner and were very generous I will say about setting aside those units. Um, There was a part-time executive director and part-time staff and uh, one staff member and um, uh, it started just around that transitional housing. It was going to be a 90-day program. Quickly, they realized all the things that they didn't know mm-hmm. and uh, began to adjust accordingly, um, including the length of stay and uh, families that they felt would be most appropriate in the housing and so on and so forth. And in 1989, we were successful in uh, receiving a HUD grant, which doubled the size of the program. So we went from five apartments to 10. And um, I went on the board in 1987. And in 1991, I was president of the board. Uh, We had a few organizational issues with our former executive director. And uh, I was a group 
that uh, was one of a group of people who stepped in to uh, write the ship mm-hmm. and um, and get our feet back on the ground. And I've never left. But <laughs> See what happens when you say yes. Yes. Well, it was a great thing for me, and I think it's been good for families mm-hmm. forward as well. Um, Irvine Temporary Housing changed its name in 1997 to Families Forward um, because by that point, nothing worked. We were more than Irvine. We -hmm. were not temporary. We were transitional, and we were much more than housing uh, by that point. We had a a food pantry. We had um, um, uh, other services that we provided to the community, and uh, really, we became the social service mm. of the city of Irvine. And this is all done, uh, you know. Again, this is through donations, through volunteer efforts, through some grant work, through um, HUD grants and things. But it really is an example of uh, people seeing a need and getting involved locally, That's right. and not just thinking, "Oh, some government agency is going to take care of that." Mm-hmm. There'll be some welfare organization that will take care of that. But this is people really saying, "No, no, no. We need to." you know, meet these emergencies head on and we can get involved in our local communities. And Armini, you kind of work with, tell me a little bit about how you have um, got involved with Families Forward and you know, what brought you to the organization and what, what are you doing currently? How is the group, the, the facilities, uh, the workshop facilities, how is that working? Well, I had heard of Irvine Temporary Housing and Families Forward. Uh, and in, in 2002, I was teaching actually at UCI Extension for the Women's Opportunity Center, mm-hmm. and I was uh, had just been certified as a career coach. So in 2002, uh, one of the other instructors and myself, Judy Hay, and I got a call from Margie, and uh, we were told that there was a grant that had been given to Families Forward to experiment with doing some job coaching for our housing clients, and it was a six-month grant. We were going to go over and start the program to see how it worked. And we did that. Margie gave us an empty office and said, do what you do. (laughs) And we did. And apparently it was successful enough that the grant money continued to come in. There was uh, more and more involvement. The case managers were very appreciative of the work that we were doing. And it was making a difference in our housing clients' lives. At that point, we were also had enough time that we could coach some of the community clients who were also jobless. But in 2008, 2009, when the economy crashed, there was no way we could serve everybody. There were The unemployment rate was very high. Mm-hmm. And so Margie said, I think at this point we need to do workshops. And so um, I started doing workshops. I had done them at UCI Extension anyway. So we created that program and we started to do the workshops. And that was in 2009. And now we serve about... 150 community clients, including housing clients, per year just in job coach uh, or job search training through our workshops. And through word of mouth, people coming from as far as away as San Pedro, the Inland Empire, San Diego, uh, on a weekly basis to learn the up-to-date job search skills that they need to know for today's internet-driven market. So how are people identified? How do people know that they're, you know, you get the people that are client? Do they just hear from other people, like you said, word of mouth? Or are they referred by other agencies? Or how do, how do people find you at Families Forward? Well, that's um, it's a great question. And actually, uh, people find us by word of mouth. Um, 211 is a, a great referral um, 
organization in the county, mm-hmm. um, churches, schools, um, and um, and you know the computer is actually another great way people uh, Google and uh, find us that way. So uh, it's always I would um, say that Armine has been uh, a huge success and um, a great reason for the stability of many of the families. Um, We're all about housing and getting people into housing and getting them to sustain their housing. Um, And um, it doesn't take brain surgery to figure out that the only way to sustain your housing is to have a good uh, job and Mm -hmm. a steady job. So uh, for our families, it kind of goes hand in hand that you uh, find housing, uh, you get a job that will sustain that housing, and uh, you figure out how to keep that job or uh, if you are dismissed to get a new job. Um, Families Forward has really added to our Uh, menu of services over the years just by learning what is best practice Mm -hmm. and um, and really figuring out on a local level what it is that people need and where they can find those resources so um, we're certainly not all things to all people but it has become um, uh, sort of our best practice well I love the fact too that you know families forward is not a program that is just giving people a temporary assistance and and walking away. It's not simply like, um, uh, you know, in lack of a better term, a handout or something that you need help temporarily. You really are about helping people sustain that and reestablish their self-sufficiency. So you have people who are in crisis that um, are are needing assistance, but then you're not just giving them that 90-day temporary housing. You're actually giving them the skills, like, for instance, what you do, Armine, and training them how they can maintain this leg up you know how they can get back on track and how they can keep that stability going and so a big part of it you you have a a wonderful facility i know i've been over to your offices you've you've been there how long has it been now since you've been in the new facility over it's over by the spectrum area right Right, it is it's right off of um mirrorlands just up from the train station um we've been there a little over three years um, I can't believe it's been that long. Oh, I remember I your opening there. It seemed like yeah. it was it was just yesterday. But yeah. um, it's a beautiful facility, too, because it allows you the space now to be able to not only have the food pantry and the things like that that people need, mm-hmm. but, but classroom space and place for kids to come after school. Tell me a little bit about your facility there. Well, it, has, um, it, uh, it is a gorgeous facility. We're very fortunate, and um, it has, I think more than anything, um, been a great place for people to come and to feel worthwhile. And um, um, the facility is so bright, so cheerful, and I think, Armine, you said it best. You asked uh, one of your clients how uh, they were ooing and eyeing about how wonderful it was. And they said, it makes me feel uh, worthy, just like you're trying to make me feel. Wow. And it, it was, I, I think it was well articulated by this woman. Um, and I think it really does matter. Dignity is important. And it's an important value of families forward. And... Uh, when people feel worthy, they begin to act 
better and their self-confidence um, increases and it's just a um, you know, it's a powerful thing to see. Do you have clients that you find uh, once they've gotten back on their feet again, they come back and become active volunteers with you as a way of giving back? Do you, does that happen? It does happen. Um, and once in a while, I, I think, um, Armin, I, I talk about the fellow that won the lottery. The, there was... Oh, a, yes. We had a man who was in our housing and... Um, he, I'm trying to think back because I've been here almost. <laughs> it's a great. Years. I, 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 I got to hear this senses. story. <laughs> yes, and he came and got a job. I think he had, didn't even have a car at the no, time, and he was riding. We gave him, but he was riding his bike when he came to us, and through the wet and the rain and the night and all to come to his appointments and his meetings, got a job. And then I think it was just a few years later, wasn't it? I don't know how many, but he showed up one day. And with a $5,000 check, I think yes. it was, $5,000, we were just astounded. How did you have $5,000 to donate to us? And he said, well, he won the lottery. Oh, <laughs> so my. It was just one of our success stories, but not because of what we did. Yeah. No, well, it, it is, though, absolutely, from what you all did. And I think that that inspires, I think you're right, is that when people are um, shown dignity and they're given a fair chance and people show them respect, that that brings out respect in kind and that's when people do want to then give back because that makes them feel stronger you know when they can finally help someone else and often we don't know that they have come back unless they tell us so this yeah. last week I got an email from a former housing client who was with us maybe six or seven years ago and is now working very successfully. She's a single mom, but she said, I'm coming in to volunteer. And I don't think any of other, our other volunteers or the staff would have even known that had sure. she not emailed. So I know many of them come back to become volunteers and to give back. And we often say that they come back to pay it forward. Yeah. They say to us often, what can I do? And I, I always say to them, you know, someday you'll have the opportunity to pay it forward somewhere else so that key word is forward for us absolutely as in your name absolutely and I and families you know when you think of families and especially this time of year we're, we're all about tradition and we're all about certainly this week giving thanks for things that we have in our lives but also we're coming into the holiday season where where families it's it's important for families to celebrate traditions and when people are feeling like uh, they can't afford those traditions um, you feel like like a, a very basic part of life and a family's life is at risk. And, you know, we think of parents out there struggling and yeah, parents can maybe say, I can do without Christmas this year. I can do without these extra things. But when you talk to children and the, you know, it's hard for them to understand why they can't participate and why they don't have something to open at Christmas. And so this is really a wonderful time at Families Forward where you have some excellent programs. You just had one last weekend um, getting ready for Thanksgiving. Tell me a little bit about your Thanksgiving basket program. What was that like? So the, the Thanksgiving basket program has been uh, really the intersection of a very generous community and um, families who have tremendous needs. Um, it was um, a um, inclusive distribution of food and um, uh, they got a, a big like a laundry basket full of fresh produce, some canned goods, um, and either a turkey or a gift card plus butter and eggs and all the rest of it. Um, 
the thing that is amazing to me about it is how um, not just generous the community is, but how um, how great they feel uh, being involved and having a way to give back. Um, it is, it, you know, it, it is a benefit to everybody in a different way. Mm-hmm. Uh, families get what they need. They feel very um, much loved and um, and valued when they come to us. And um, the uh, volunteers take the food to their car. Uh, this year, we had such a diverse group of volunteers. We had people from every faith. Um, uh, we had people from the Islamic centers, from the Methodist Church, from um, the temples, from school groups, old people, young people, uh, families, um, single people, mm-hmm. and everybody just looking for a way to give back. It, it was. It, it is a powerful experience just to be witness to it. I I have to say, and every year I'm blown away by it again. Well, it's it's what it's a wonderful reminder that um, you know certainly we come through a time of a lot of division in our country, and there's been a lot of discussion about what what separates us. But you know, like you you ex- describe, I mean, this everybody is is coming from their human things that we all share those that quality of wanting to give and and being appreciative and and seeing the blessings that you have in your life and then wanting someone else to to lift them up and, and to share that and it's um, it's wonderful that you give people an opportunity to express that I, 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 I almost feel that um, well not almost I do feel that we all have a need to help mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes we need help. And in that um, uh, need to help is an opportunity that is provided at Families Forward during that time. I mean, we provide it all year round. I mean, we're always looking for uh, great volunteers and couldn't do the work we do without it. But um, uh, this is a time where it, it just is in full bloom. How many uh, baskets do you know what the count was this last weekend? How many did you put together? It was just under 850. Wow. And there will be another 100 probably that go out between now and Wednesday. That is incredible. So it's, um, I mean, it, it is all a donation from the community. We, we give what we get. That is amazing. And, you know, and I think exactly, I think you not only did you lift up a lot of people who are receiving those baskets, but you were able to lift up the people who had an opportunity to give. And uh, that's that's a wonderful program. Okay, next year I'm in. I always, you know, I always hit it and it's like, oh, it's Thanksgiving. And it's like I get it a week late because it happens the weekend before Thanksgiving. And I know that you there's a lot of things that go on even before November in preparing for this. A lot of volunteer time and a lot of people put in a lot of hard work to get this ready. So so this is something that people can be volunteering in a lot earlier than November next year. Sure. I think um, there's probably about a thousand uh, volunteers that will come through the doors between the 1st of November uh, until uh, we break just before Christmas. Yeah, with all of this season mm-hmm. of giving that you have. Yeah. Well, 
So I want to get involved, and I want to get involved today, and I'm sure there are many people listening that want to get involved today. And the good news is there's a program that's happening right now where people can um, get very involved in a very direct way with people in need this season, and it's your Adopt a Family program. So maybe, Armini, you could tell me a little bit about that and, and just in general what the program is, is about. Well, it's a very exciting program for us to be part of because we're able to see how families who have no way to provide holiday gift for their gifts for their children to have that in a very dignified way. So what happens is we have clients who will come to Families Forward, who by now probably already have, and filled out their wish list for their children, and then they will their information will be matched with a donor family who might want to give have children the same ages of the other children or maybe not maybe they just want maybe they want to adopt five families mm-hmm. companies also will volunteer to adopt a family uh, the the client family is given a number uh, and their name is never given it's always confidential so that number and the wish list is given to the donor families or the donor corporations. They fill the bags, the, the hefty trash bags, and bring them back with the number on them. We then call the families, and they start showing up, uh, sometimes after work so that the kids don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they pick up their bag of gifts, and that's a very, very moving moment for mm. us to see the looks on their faces where they are just blown away that there are actually people in our community that would be so generous to them and the the i want to say this too because i think this is a demonstration of our point of dignity which is so important to us in our value system and that those gifts are not wrapped there is wrapping paper that comes with the gifts so that those parents have the opportunity to participate in wrapping those gifts for their children that's fabulous. That's fabulous. And I and I think the participation is nice on the giver's part as well, that instead of just writing a check, that you're going to the store and you're purchasing something and you've made a decision and you're selecting a gift that you think might be helpful and you have an identification with it. And um, I think that act of actually purchasing and shopping and thinking of a child that you're giving this to, you may never, you won't see that exchange happen, but, but that thought is there, that blessing is there. And I think that's a really nice opportunity to be able to say I'm I'm actually going to give this to someone who's real and it's not just okay I'm going to put money in a canister or things which is wonderful to do as well but this takes makes it a little more personal and I love that I love that sometimes people ask me why can't I meet the family and give it to them directly? But again, going back to our value of dignity, sometimes those families' children are in the same classroom as their children. Wow. And so it's up to us to preserve that confidentiality and prevent any shame that could fall upon them because of their economic situation. Well, yeah, and you it is. It's, it's kind of like it's about that um, no strings attached. It's the giving, and you don't really, that's enough. You know, I, I think I can certainly understand how that would go. And if somebody doesn't have time to do the full-on adopting a family, um, they can still do other things. I know you always accept donations, I know, but I, tell me about the gift cards. Is there something that we can do as far as practical gifts? Uh, Margie, can you speak to that? Sure. Um, gift cards are are so portable and uh, they can go to almost anybody and um, we often get gift cards which can be then passed along at the last minute to Mm -hmm. families who come late that maybe uh, didn't apply or weren't referred in the very beginning. 
so uh, gift cards are great. Sometimes we will have extras, which we will give during the year mm -hmm. to uh, families who have uh, need or a mom who needs to go and um, get a pair of shoes for a job interview, anything like that. So are you thinking like um, large stores, Target, Walmart, Costco, Target, Walmart, grocery store? Yeah, any of those. Whatever you do, um, you know, that's, that's what other that's people great. will need. And, uh, probably um, Payless is uh, really popular for shoes, mm -hmm. um, but uh, Spectrum cards, um, you know, I think any of the Irvine company shopping sure. centers. Um, gas cards, you know, things that are can be used year-round. I mean, the, things that are very practical. The practical gift of gas cards is um, is really so important. Families struggle with uh, transportation all the time in Orange County and because we're so spread out. So a gas card is, is highly valued. So what we can do to get involved is we can go on your website to be able Absolutely. to sign up for this. So it's it's www.families-forward.org. Correct. And, and you can sign up right there. Okay, so you can decide and get, it's very easy to do. Whatever donation or whatever giving matches your time and your needs and what you want to get involved with. Um, but I, I really encourage people to do this this year because so much of the time we get so caught up in the holidays and, and thinking about, I don't know if you ladies are like me, we get our to-do lists and our things, oh, we've got to get this done. And all and the holidays become a list of tasks. Mm -hmm. And we really sometimes lose focus on what's really important. And I think this will get us right back into what it's all about is giving and sharing and celebrating the things we have. And in Orange County, a lot of times people don't realize there are people in need all around us. You know, Armine, like you mentioned, you might have kids in the same classroom that um, you would have no idea the struggles that they're going through. And so by going on the website, donating, getting involved in your programs, this is a way you can give where you live. You can actually get involved right here in the Irvine area and uh, be able to make a real difference right where we are. That's right. I, I think um, people are... Um always tell me you're in Irvine and you work with homeless and um, I think one of the most interesting things about family homelessness is they are not typically the people you see by the riverbeds or in the civic center mm -hmm. um, they are afraid they're going to lose their kids if they're found they sleep in their cars they spend a night here and there they camp they stay in a motel if they can if they can get a voucher for that and um, so they are not readily apparent to us. And, um, and the, we have seen the number of homeless families increase actually in Orange County and in Irvine over the last several years. Um, I think Families Forward receives about 100 calls a month from families who are literally homeless. And, um, and other calls from families who are struggling or are just on the verge of homelessness. So um, it is a problem um, here in Irvine just as much as it is a problem in Tustin or mm -hmm. in Lake Forest or in Santa Ana. 
Well, I uh, this week of being thankful, I am extremely thankful for both of you, Margie Wakeham and Armin A. Humber, who have come to be with me and tell me about Families Forward. And I am extremely thankful for Families Forward, which is a uniquely, it's, an, it's right here in the heart of Orange County, right in our own backyard, and it's a wonderful organization that's doing great work connecting people in need with people who can give and mm-hmm. I just appreciate everything that you do I know that you work hard for it but it's, it's, it's a labor of love for both of you I can I can tell this is very important and, and thank you for coming to share that with me today you're welcome thank thanks you. for inviting us well my pleasure and thank you always for listening here on Vintage Orange this has been another uh, afternoon we'll be right back next week talking about Orange County history but enjoy your Thanksgiving enjoy those around you and whenever you have a chance make sure that you give back because uh, when we're given so much and that's the best blessing of all is being able to give so thank you so much and I will see you next week